0: listening to how it all works convos and collabs helping businesses brands
1: and thought leaders understand the positive impact of live streaming live streaming and now here's your host live video consultant and coach kirk nugent oh my goodness oh my goodness oh my goodness (laughs) I am excited, excited, absolutely overjoyed to have my sister on the... On the show today, we got, listen, we got to welcome her family. I see somebody, my, my good friend, a good friend and pastor, uh, Lola Moore Johnson is here. She says, I absolutely love her. She does an excellent job of ex- explaining things plainly. She got me out of a few tech jams during the pandemic. That is so amazing. So amazing. Albert is asking Diana if we're going to have everybody stand as the pastor. <laughs> All, <coming>. rise. <laughs> All rise. All <laughs> rise. Oh, man. Andrew Nixon (laughs) says royalty is in the house. Royalty is in the house. That's what's up. Y'all are too kind. Man, I I am absolutely excited, excited. If you have not shared, go ahead and share. If you have not tagged somebody in the comments on Facebook or wherever you're watching, definitely go ahead and do that. And for my family on LinkedIn, we're trying something on LinkedIn tonight. So if you're on LinkedIn, man, let the people of, of God say so. Right? <laughs> Represent. Okay, let's, let's let the hear church
0: it. say Amen.
1: <laughs> Monty Weaver is here. Thank you so much for coming through, Monty. Man, 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 man. Listen, I I know that we are both talkers, so I am not even going to delay. I'm just gonna throw this first question up here right now. Uh so Rev, tell tell the people a little bit about yourself, who you are, and your relationship to live streaming. Talk to us.
0: My name is Diana Gladi. I'm a native out of St. Louis, Missouri. It's not uh, Rev, Doc is right? hating already. It's not Rev. It's not Rev, but you know, you talk enough about the Lord, people throw a collar on you, so no. <laughs> but uh <laughs> oh no not a not a color wearer okay but um i help entrepreneurs simplify the video creation process so whether that is the tech side of things or we're diving into strategy youtube specific things of Mm. course live streaming is included in that then that is what we do uh the whole brand is built around video simplified and so because i believe everyone has a purpose then i believe that you need to be leveraging video to do that everybody knows that Google is the number one search engine in the world. Everybody knows that YouTube is the number two search engine in the world. And yet they still don't have a place on either of those platforms. And I believe that if they could just get past their own belief systems and get past the technology, then they could serve the world, their gift and their purposeful work, because you need that exposure to do that. And so that is my chief aim in my company and business and brand over on my YouTube channel. Man
1: man, 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 man. that was that by itself was a clinic. i I, I the way you put put it all together there, just making sure people understand that there is something to be said for having presence in these spaces. So like that's not a new stat, right? That YouTube Mm-mm. is the second largest search engine in the world, second only to its parent company, which is Google. That's not actually a unknown statistic. But what people generally do not put on the back end of that is the perspective that Diana just gave us, which is why aren't you there? And that is a question for everybody. I want to I pose that right now in the chat, man. What? Why aren't you there? If you're not on these platforms, why are you not there? If you can give us a reason tonight, we'd love to hear that. Diana, my goodness. Now, this second question is one of my favorites, one of the audience's favorites as well. I have just an inkling of this, but I'm always interested to hear what people are going to share because even though you may be familiar with their story, you may not be familiar with what they're going to say when you ask them. So without any further ado, here's the second question. Here is the second question. Mm what is your content creator slash live streaming story? Like, how did you get started? Now, I, I, I know pieces of it, like I said, but we have time. So, so take us through this thing real quick. Well, how did you, we, we see the greatness that is before us right now, right? <laughs> I have, I, I like Lola uh, have, have been helped out of multiple jams by your content as well. So I really appreciate all that you do and, and definitely have been a beneficiary of even some of your knowledge and wisdom. And, and so, yeah, but, but there had to be this impetus, right? There's this origin. How did you, were you always this way? Maybe you were, but share with us a little bit about what that origin story looks like.
0: For sure. My origin story starts off like many people that are probably in the comments or watching this on the replay afterwards. And that's you come in kicking and screaming at the (laughs) advice of a mentor or a coach someplace that's telling you that you need to start being visible using video. And it was that specific language that my mentor and coach at the time said to me literally like day one session one of working with him. And I'm like, clearly you don't know anything about me. I (laughs) recycled the same seven photos. Like you haven't seen this one. It's like they haven't seen the one with the seatbelt, you know, in a minute when I had just came from the salon. So I'm gonna recycle that one from like 2009. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Throw them with an old foot flashback for 2006. And it's like, you know, it's like they same seven photos. Like, sir, Clearly you don't know. I no hold me. the camera for people <laughs> when they doing the little. you know, you go to Walgreens, CVS, look, take the yep, photo. That's, yep. I'm a hold that for you and take it for you. I'm not going to be the person In on video. Photo. Wow. Wow, but wow. It was like a, it's like, it's longer for me to explain than the half of a second or less of a thought that it was. But when he said that it's kind of that awkward pause for a moment, because all of these thoughts of no and why the reasons of no, and why like you don't know enough about me Me, to know that that, why this is a no more than I can explain this. Uh, I just thought in that, like the last little bit of an inkling of a thought was I did not hire him for me to remain the same. It didn't hire Mm. him for me to stay comfortable in my living beliefs, even if I didn't think that they were limiting at the time. So I just said, yes. And I took that cue from thinking grow rich and I remember a mentor in my 20s, when I was 22, said to buy an iPod, and I still have that literally sitting behind me, uh, on a shelf, he said, fill it up with personal self-development and listen to it for nothing but 30 days, no TV, no radio, no nothing. And that 30 days turned into 60 days, that 60 days turned into six months. And wow. I've continued to do that year over year for different times of like studying personal development. And of course, that first book that's very pivotal for most people for obvious reasons, uh, and I became a student of Napoleon Hill, who wrote Think and Grow Rich, but even its predecessor, The Law of Success in 16 Lessons. In that book, he describes how Andrew Carnegie commissioned him to go and study the most successful people in the world and go figure out their stories, and not just their stories, but their way and their path to success. My okay, everybody hears that, and that success sounds good after you see the what it took, Success does not sound good in, in the in-between. It looks ugly, it looks stupid, it feels silly. Okay, well, in reading from this, I'm reading for what's underneath the print. You know, mm. what does that situation really describe? And so thankfully he expressed how, when Andrew Carnegie gave him that opportunity, no money, you are gonna do this probably something that will be for like the next year plus, and you need to figure out how to do this. I'm just simply gonna make the introduction. And he had interviewed, Andrew Carnegie had interviewed so many other prominent men about whatever, whatever, but he just said, yes, Mr. Carnegie, and you can count on me to d- do it. I'm going to get it done. That's it. So literally I took that same little, like, you know what? Napoleon said yes. When he didn't understand the how, I don't need to know the how either. I just said yes. Yes. And it's like, again, all of that transpired in like a half of a second of a thought, maybe less. And then I'm sitting there and he's like, You gonna do it? And I'm like, I'm gonna do it. And he's like, Again, I haven't to confirm this now, like two, three times or whatever. <laughs> yes. Wow. So I'm like, Okay, well, now because this is happening, I'm like, He's like, You gonna do it? Yes, I'm gonna do it. You gonna do a video today? Yes, I'm gonna do a video today. Wow. And so it happened. And it's like, people's like, When did you start live streaming? The same time I started doing the video, it was the same time frame. Wow.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Come on. Let me, let me, we, we, we are already off to the races, fam. Are you, have you been writing? Have you been taking notes? That's, that's what my, my thing to you is right now is to make sure that you are taking notes. Um, fill up your audio listening device, whether it's your phone or you actually have an iPod with, Uh. what did you say? Self
0: yeah, personal you know, self development.
1: Self development is the term. Self development type content. And, and 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 begin to Yeah, feast on that kind of content. Begin to build into yourself. Man, there's just so many things that you shared there. The power of saying yes, even though you don't know the how or the how the why or the mechanics, all the details, but the power of being able to say, Man, I, I did not I did not hire this person. To stay exactly the same way I have been. So, if they're going to suggest something new, I I mean, there's just so much there. If you, you know, as they say, if if your coach doesn't have a coach, then Get rid of that coach <laughs> because you they, they you you haven't you don't know only way you know how to coach is if you have been coached, and 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 it's being able to have that experience and share with people from a real space what Diana is sharing with us right now that I have sat in your chair and heard my coach say something that I was not comfortable with, but I recognize that this is the reason why I hired, why I'm here, why I've subscribed, why I've joined this group, why I've joined this coaching session. And, and so many times we limit ourselves from things that we wanna do. We're not even talking about live streaming yet. <laughs> so many times we limit ourselves from goals that we set for ourselves, places that we wanna go, areas that we feel called to really show up in long before we ever get the opportunity because we've said no. And, and I just love the concept of the idea around just saying, let's let, how about be willing, <laughs> be open mm-hmm. to the concept, I man.
0: That's the, that's the whole thing. Uh, To be honest with you, it's like limiting beliefs don't just have an impact. They have a stench. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's an odor to it. Like you smell far in advance of somebody actually being exposed or uncovering what the real root problem is. Like it has an odor and a stench to it that results in the why something does or does not actually get done. And so people wonder why things don't come to them. And it's because you're you stink, you like stink. you're you're giving off an odor of what? like, and that's so. That was the other thing that I learned. With a lot of people don't know that Napoleon Hill was a, a believer. He was a Christian, and so he was like, you send your words out ahead of you to go and do the work that what? you are coming behind it to do. To do. And so, yeah, we know Habakkuk 2 too, So it's my word that goes out from my mouth shall not return into me. Voice come shall come from after which I sent it. But even if you don't believe in none of that, Mm -hmm. the thing is, is that energy still is real and exists. And if you hold your hand up to your mouth and say your name, three times you feel a vibrational push that comes out through that you You feel actual wind that comes out by back of that that is going someplace. (sighs) What you are putting and sending your words out to do is based on what you're saying. And what's going to come like, obviously, out of the bunnies of the heart, the mouth speaks. Okay, what's on the inside though is what's mm-hmm. coming out of your mouth. Mouth. That oh, odor, whether you got a peppermint, gum, Woo! or whatever, <laughs> cannot be masked <laughs> by no. some, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's why the whole fake it till you make it stuff don't don't exist, honestly. Your your limiting beliefs have an odor.
1: Woof. They have an odor. Man, I, I I'm trying to to keep it pushing, but I, I want to stay here for a second because l- the, I think it's Albert that said this a little bit earlier in the comments. And you guys are having a fantastic time in the comments. I'm seeing you, but I, I can't even catch up. But Albert said, listen, all of the stuff that you see on Diana's channel ain't going to make no difference. It's not going to help you one bit if you don't listen to what she's saying right now. This is the crux it this is the success before success even happens it's it's the prerequisite is what is your odor (laughs) um what what does that attitude of your heart smell like uh is it is it repugnant i mean has something is something decaying inside like there's there is Mm. something that you may be holding on to maybe an experience i don't know what it might be but but there's also something on the flip side that you know is your thing it's your Value. It's your calling. It's your purpose for which you were created, and you know that this is the thing. What mm-hmm. is limiting you? We talked about this last week. We we with Justin Koo talking about what is limiting you from doing that thing that you know you've been called to do. And and mm-hmm. I'm so excited to be able to kind of continue that and and probe a little further here with with Diana Gladney. I'm not gonna say Reverend. The rest of y'all already heard her. <laughs> this is this, this, this thing uh, uh, is clear. It's clear tonight. We we're not even gonna do nothing. Yo, Doc Rock says lavender and cash flow okay that De- lavender I, and cash flow
0: <laughs> listen if, if, if but it's like here's the here's the interesting thing though people think death is nothing like it equals nothing even mm. death has a stench you oh. know what i'm saying like so think like if your belief system is dead If your thoughts and the, what you think is possible is dead, that has an odor. It has a stench, like literally people like paramedics or people that are in healthcare, things like that. I remember when, unfortunately my grandma passed when I was younger. It's Mm -hmm. like, you walked into her apartment, death has an odor. The body isn't there anymore, but it's like, even like the, what's left over. I still have some of her, her heirlooms that was passed to me. It still carries her scent. You know what Mm. I'm saying? Like, so you think your ideas, you think your beliefs don't have an odor or a stench to them, even when they're dead and you think (sighs) it's nothing, it still has an odor. My goodness.
1: There's... I, I, and I, I just I'm just making sure. Right. We're just we're just tying the, the tangents together to make sure that you're catching all of it, fam. Like now. Now I hope that you got your notes out. I hope that you are writing. I hope. And Michael Shelton, look, I, if I didn't tell you that we were going to church tonight, that's my bad. I should have put <laughs> it in the, little sub, <laughs> the subtext line when I when I posted this on Facebook and YouTube earlier today. But 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 what I what I, I just want to make sure that if, don't don't see the analogy and get turned off. Uh, begin to dig for yourself begin to think about your own scenario your own situation begin to start thinking about what is the what is the energy and the attitude and the the, the 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 what what is the what's the odor what's the what is, what kind of power do i bring to a space when i walk in uh, I was having a conversation with a good friend and we were talking about this and he was uh, talking to me about a particular client and he was just like I don't know what it is but as soon as I get on the line with this particular client I don't I, I just shift i don't I can't figure out what that is and we had to talk through some some things and we recognized that he was coming into this space with a certain energy He was coming in with a certain mindset uh, uh coming in with a preconceived notion and and that was dictating the the, the, the success or lack thereof for for the interaction he was going to have with this person, what are you bringing in with you? And this is why mm. your morning routines and how you start your day and all that stuff is so critical, so important. We haven't even gotten into how did you how did you get into content creation, Diana?
0: <laughs> I, I, it started with my coach. You know the whole thing of make make go make a video today. He started telling me go make a video today, and so I went and made a video that same day, and walking around the house, kind of nervous, like, don't look right. You got a phone that's like, I don't know, eight megapixels or something on its best camera at the time. Mm-hmm. And it just looks like trash, but it's it doesn't matter because I can't be beholden to that. I'm going to set a bunch of barriers and stuff on, on top of myself to fix all these things. I don't even know what to fix. So all I can do is execute on what he said, uh, which was go make a video. And the thing was, was go make 30 videos. It was a, a 30 video challenge. It wasn't vlogmas wow. or anything like that. It was just inside the private Facebook group. You get like two accountability partners at that time um, and go make your videos and post right. them. 60, 90 seconds or less. And so I did that, you know, walked around houses, hot outside, it's humid in St. Louis, it's horrible. Eventually went to the car because I'm like, okay, it's not noisy here mm-hmm. uh, in the car. And you know, I'm like, okay, cut the air on. Then I'm like the air makes too much noise. noise. All this stuff. <sighs> all and the then details. so right. And so eventually, so I'm like, okay, turn the car off, turn the air off. Now I got the Whitney Houston lip sweat thing happening. And <laughs> I'm like not the Whitney Houston. <laughs> and, oh no. And I'm like, uh All right, we're gonna do this video. And and that was the first video. Um, wow. and so so that video, and even like it was uh within a couple weeks or so. Was do a live stream. Like, it was, he didn't let me get comfortable. That wasn't even wow. like a conversation. It was wow. do it. And I was like, okay. He's like, you do live streams, you do recorded content, you need a library of content. And I'm like, okay. My video, <laughs> like, it's, um, I think it's still like on my Facebook page, but I don't really upload to a lot. It's like the right. super old live stream from like 2016. It's lime, I'm lime green. Not because <sighs> I like it's some stylistic choice the light the had weight. a tint and a hue to it it was <laughs> oh my some, goodness like lights were not good back then everything sucked the camera sucked. it looked like it's got vaseline over it the light look has a greenish hue so that has a like and i'm doing the live stream it was like my aunt uh some random co-worker and another mm-hmm. lady that was on there and i'm just like this blows yeah but that was like one of the first live streams
1: first live streams listen and and the, and the 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 thing that um Couple of things. One, one, one right here is <clears throat> done is, is, is still better, right? It's still mm-hmm. better than I thought about. Is, done is still better than planning. Done is still better than I need this one last component. Done mm-hmm. means you can move into another phase, which is, in my opinion, the most critical phase, and that is review. And and in the review phase is where true growth and 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 uh, as they say leveling up happens in review. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. you cannot get to review until you have at least completed one or some. So I love mm-hmm. the, the concept of getting it done. The second thing I wanna share with folks is, and, and I got a chance to work with my guy, Pierre Quinn, last, last week on Four Nights of Clarity. And one of the things that was clear throughout his entire thing, of course, this is a guy who coaches you know executive leaders. And he was talking about the fact that the, every in every aspect of his life, he recognizes his need of a coach. And, mm. and, and one of the things that you will not find y e is that you will not get the level of growth that Diana got in those 30 days without the poking the prodding the urging of someone who knows the benefit of it on the back end and that that is not something to be taken lightly all right that's not something to be taken lightly I know that that uh, Diana's also doing some stuff, stuff out there I don't know if you want to be able to check her out I saw somebody say that we you just subscribed to Diana that's what you need to do uh, but but if, whether it's me or her you need to be looking into ways. And look, it doesn't have to be formal. You could just be watching YouTube videos, but you do need to be have somebody needs to be constant in your ear pushing mm-hmm. you to do more than what you would do all mm-hmm. on your own. And that is critical. I absolutely love this origin story. Now, I I we have two other questions. I'm not too concerned. We still got some time, but I do want to hear, you know, so cuz we we've started at this point. Okay, this was your origin, but now fast forward to today like what are some of the things in between? I mean, <laughs> we we know we know this version of Diana. I I had the privilege of meeting you somewhere around this time, maybe a little earlier, maybe around August or so last year. I came across your content even earlier than that, but okay. I had the privilege of meeting you in that in that in these forums um, from Ecamm. but. But help us understand some of the some of the other things. Maybe there might be some some milestones in there that you could share with us uh, that may give perspective on some of the things that we see from you today.
0: Yeah, it's so much of the things that I developed while I was still working. Um, you would say a traditional nine to five job or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it, and then also like a lot of people that know my story know I battled stage four endometriosis. It's still a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's still, it was still a problem then. Okay. Once I got to the point, you know, I had had my emergency surgery. I'm back at work and I'm thinking of the what to do's or whatever, which led me to my first coach that got me doing video. Fast forward a year later, I'm doing it and nothing happened. I think it was like right at 12, 13 months of doing that. Then I got my first client. It would be mm-hmm. other people. They own a month one, month two, and they're getting the client and I'm like, oh, what you forget, what step you ain't tell me about. <laughs> but you know, it was just like, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like, hey, now, you know, it's <laughs> the Where's winds the ain't catching up with the yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. And so, but I was just, he's like, just keep doing this, keep doing. I'm like, okay, cool. But I also recognize where I needed some additional things. There was other things that I wanted to do that he just wasn't, it wasn't in his wheelhouse. I'm like, cool. So before I was even done paying for coaching, I was on a payment plan. Let's tell you, like, I didn't have the money and it's like, okay, I need another coach that can help me in another area. And so I hired a second coach that was even more expensive. I think it's like double his fee and I'm like, I need a payment plan with you too. And call my mom, it's like, mom, I'm gonna be eating at y'all house, house. <laughs> you and daddy for a little bit longer. Uh, okay, coworkers would see you, that's all you eat in the day? Yeah, you know, yeah. We, I got your lunch for you. You know, it's like, so Blessings <laughs> was coming back around from when I was buying people lunch. Now it's like people buying me lunch. So things happen It just, so that in between in the working stuff mm. was, for some people I would say would be stressful for them. I wasn't worried about it. Yeah. I wasn't gonna go hungry. I got yeah. five older siblings and my mother and father I'm going to eat somewhere, you know, yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> if yeah. I need somewhere to stay, I can stay somewhere, stay Somewhere, you know, it's like, I got <laughs> can a job. Work this out. right. Yeah. It's like, it's not that big of a deal. I've been through worse. You know what I'm saying? Like through my college years. So I'm like, no big deal. And so I think for a lot of people, those moments break them instead of building them, like, I just wasn't worried and I don't like have, like, it's not that I didn't have levels of concern or you won't have levels of frustration, mm-hmm. but I just was more focused on like, later on, this is going to be more. Don't know right. when that later on is gonna be. I just figured eventually the math has to add up. So wow. month 12, 13, I hit, you know, actually getting a client finally, and then started getting regular clients uh, while I was still working full time. And I was still growing in the company that I was in. Uh, and so what I did was i developed a education pr- uh, process. So while I'm at work, I'm learning. So when I would get home, I can execute. And that process still serves me now. So it's not the constraints being a problem. The constraints were just a container. If you Ooh. got a small size cup, do you really want ice in the cup? No, even if you got large, sometimes you still don't want ice depending on how thirsty you was. I was real thirsty. I was thirsty for success. Like I wanted it. And so I would look at, you know, what, what can I do with what I have? And so those very early podcasts that I made, I had a whole other podcast. Um, you would hear the alarm going off because I'm recording it. Oh, like I've been recording content all all night long. Uh, Mm. Would wind up being this thing now that's still a thing, which is accidental overnighters where I'm just caught in the work loop of when I look up, it's five o'clock. And so the alarm is going off saying, get up. And I'm in the middle of recording a podcast because I was recording two, three videos, trying to figure out the editing and stuff or whatever. But I go to work super energized. And so it just developed a work ethic and a work habit of, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to give you what you need. In the interim of me driving to work, breaks, lunches, I'm not eating those with people because I'm looking at my time that I have access to. uh, And I'm like, okay, I can't go out to lunch with y'all. I'm not doing the happy hour, whatever, lunches or dinners at Applebee's anymore. Wow. Wow, I need this time. And so that time commitment let me, uh, make space for the things and even systems that I still implement today that serve me really well.
1: This is this is the piece that I, I want to really hang my hat on. And then, then we're going to we're going to put an audience question up on the screen for you guys to, to really dive in on. But you you I, I, I'm really excited that we were able to hear this piece of this story. So, so many we had uh, Justin Brown on for Primal Video a week or so ago, and he was talking about um, really hitting his stride, he had been on YouTube, I think, seven years, but really hitting stride and I think year four or year five. It was, it was somewhere there where he really hit his stride because it, he hadn't really put the work in to understand the platform. And, and once they did, they really started to see some results. But what I want you to understand or want you to know is that everybody, this current theme, this recurring theme we're hearing from these creators who you may think were overnight successes because you didn't know them and you didn't know their story, but you get a chance to hear from Diana today and you're listening to someone who in, in, in anybody's estimation, like 12, 13 months of putting out content, the first client in anybody's estimation, you'd, you'd be like, man, that's a long time. And so I don't know where you are in your journey, but it, it's still possible. It, it's still possible, based on what you're hearing from Diana. And let's be clear, what we're hearing from Diana is like, like whoa, this is the interlude. We're we're not talking about the end product, right? We're not looking back on a career. She's in the middle, uh, still very much in the ascent. Uh, um, um, if we were looking at a plane, right? Still very much climbing in altitude, right? So we're excited to be able to hear that kind of content and that perspective from her tonight, man. But this is is our audience question, throwing it up on the screen. Um, Because a lot of folks, especially businesses, you know, brands, they're, they're trying to understand this thing. And I, I'm, I'm posing it to you before we tackle this question on screen. Of course, this is the title of our show. How do you measure your live show's effectiveness and when to stop? So this is a flip because usually I always ask you, you know, how, when are you going to get started? Um, and we don't never we don't usually focus in on what metrics and benchmarks are you setting to let yourself know like this is not actually working. And 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 so I want to I want to hear from you guys. If you have a live show and you're out there and you have a live show, I would love to hear from you. What what is your measurement? How do you measure impact? How do you measure success? How do you know that your live stream is fulfilling what it is you intend for it to fill? Um, let us know in the comments. We want to engage around that. And, and then, Diana, we're going to we're going to dive into this question as well. But I want to take a couple of, of, of comments here as well. That's a pretty good idea, client after a year. I see it, I see it. Earl Hall says, loved you two. You have no idea just how much you have impacted my business. Much respect. Uh, um <laughs> Doc Rock says Tinkerbell juice, they tell me. Um <laughs> we, we're having we're having way too much fun here today. But but yeah, yeah, I'm hoping that yeah, yeah. Anthony Korn says Queen D is in the building. Anthony, that's my guy. What's up, man? Um man, I'm 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 hoping that you guys are seeing the question that's on the screen. I'm hoping that yeah, uh that you're ah Bryant Taylor's here. He says Diana always delivers. Yes, I agree, sir. But yeah, the question on the screen for for a lot of you guys out there, you may have a brand, you may have a business we don't know exactly what the purpose of your content, you know, schedule content approach might be, but how do you know that it's effective? And 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 do you have a line where you say, "Man, if we get here, we're going to pull the plug because it's not doing what we intended it to do." Talk to us in the comments about that while you guys are are you know chewing on that question a bit. I'm going to throw this this next question up here for Diana. And we're going to we're going to chat about this a little bit. What factors should a business consider when deciding where they stream and how often? I know I'm actually toying with LinkedIn Live just got approved a few months back. And so I've just been learning that platform and the ins and outs and some of the things that are possible there, how it differs from other platforms. You always have to learn that from a for a platform before you can really develop a strategy. But yeah, talk to us a little bit, Diana, about you know what should businesses be looking at this is i know some that's a question that i get often um when i when i talk with businesses about live projects or remote production project projects they're like where should we stream and and you know th- this is the this is the, the the list of things that we would would love to be able to know like okay here's what you want to do on this one or this one talk to us a little bit about from your what that looks like from your experience
0: um that's really awesome question so the thing is the where And the frequency questions come in because they're looking at with what I have available, how much can I or do I need to commit to this before I start seeing some kind of a result? Uh, And honestly, if we go into the where you stream, it needs to be dependent on where your people are in a way that you're going to produce a live piece of content Mm. that they want to engage with. Everybody has a way that they prefer to be communicated to and they have a way that they don't prefer to be communicated to. And a lot of people will take their feelings as if they are facts and make business decisions based on feelings. You can't do that. And so the where you go needs to be based on your people because Mm -hmm. people will find out that their target audience is going to be on Instagram, and they figure, well, let me go find some kind of a third-party hack system that's going to let me stream from my camera, Mercy. produce it in what I feel is comfortable and what I want my brand to be. And then I'm going to do it. But until then I ain't showing up, but it's like your people didn't ask for that. Don't want that. Don't resonate with that. And you look weird because mm. you don't fit the culture of the platform. And so the, where you go needs to be based on where your people are. If you are. listen in the beginning of my story, I was sharing how I started on Facebook, my first live streams were on Facebook, because that's what was recommended to my coach. But that was really based on where his target audience is and the assumption of where most target audiences were, which was not incorrect, but just not for the trajectory of where things was going for me. And so I didn't start off talking about video content or whatever. I was talking about, uh, business. We talk about personal development taxes and stuff like that. And so that's a fine conversation, but your Facebook page, uh, is mostly going to be developed of family and friends. You ain't trying to do business with your family and friends. You're trying to reach a wider demographic. You have to learn how are you going to reach wider on that platform? So based on where your people are, you need to figure out some answers to some questions around stuff like that. How, mm. do, how do you build an audience where they want to have that information delivered? And then how do you show up there? So the frequency is also going to be based on your schedule, obviously, but sometimes your existing schedule is not compatible with your future goals. So wow. you got to change your current schedule. In so order to make the work yeah because it's like okay well i'm not available make yourself available available make a shift mercy you know what i'm saying everybody makes a way for them to become available when an emergency happens i don't care your job say you can never leave i'm gone because there's emergency you and, they, and you exactly. yeah it's you know what i'm saying you you find a way and so i take that same if this was an emergency i had to leave i had to go do something it's cancelable Like I can Mm. get rid of it. I can shift or I could maneuver. But a lot of times your sincerity and seriousness around a thing is not, you're not convincing. The reason why your boss won't let you readjust your schedule because you don't sound like you really even care or like you really serious about this. You're not even willing to get in trouble Trouble. at work. They can't whoop you behind. Like (laughs) until I see well-oiled Arabian leather belts or something (laughs) hanging from (laughs) the supervisor's (laughs) office and like they have a history... Oh, just, you know, then at that point, I got something to be worried about. But until then, it's like the get in trouble at work stuff. It's like, I don't know, maybe I'm a little wild in that sense to where I was willing to get another job or willing to be fired or willing to deal with the Mm -hmm. consequences that came back of making those decisions. So the where and the frequency is like sometimes you got to make yourself available. Yeah, you do want to start what you have, but sometimes you got to move stuff around to get what you need. And mm. so that's what I believe. And that's what I coach people on doing It's like, yes, let's look at what you currently have, but maybe your current schedule was conducive for another goal. It's not conducive for this goal. We need to adjust.
1: Wow. Yeah. The, listen, that that's gold. That's gold. It, it, it A lot of people shy away from the answer. It depends. Right. It, mm. but, but in this case, um, it really does depend on your audience. I mean, because if, if your audience is on TikTok and you are all over on LinkedIn, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, and if your audience yeah. wants the content to be TikTok-like and not long form, then again, what are we doing? It's It's got to... It, there has to be that crux like this. This is where I'm hinging my strategy and the, ha- mm-hmm. the strategy. The, the at the end of the day, you know what you want to get to the per- person, you know, the message, the value you have to provide for that person, for that, that that perfect person, that avatar or whatever it is. Yes. Um, But you also need to give it to them in a way that they want it. I know that that's been something I'm guilty of. uh, People want to read a blog post. People may want to hear it as a podcast. People might want to have it as a short. You got to be able to figure out ways to give it to them in ways that they naturally will consume it. And so Mm -hmm. that also has to be able to dictate or it should be a factor, a critical factor in how you approach content creation. So, mm-hmm. so that's so good. I want to grab these two comments here. Uh, this is one, diana Can you read this one for us? This is one I'm throwing on the screen.
0: Yeah, uh, if it reaches one person and changed their life, from Computer Pal Inc. um yeah. Here's the thing with that. I kind of disagree with that.
1: Talk to and us, and I'll tell Talk you why. Us.
0: Most people, that's a, that's a sign off for some people. I think it started where it was stated in full sincerity and not that computer pal is not saying that in sincerity. but I'm saying people say, if I reach one person, then I did my job. No, you haven't. Because if you wasn't called to reach one person to like Mm -hmm. your, you know what I'm saying, like if your purpose, like I believe your purpose, you know, that you hit home with your purpose and what you're supposed to do Mm -hmm. when it has nothing to do with you. Me getting and being like super introverted, don't want to talk like in the sense of like on the phone and all this, but no, you know what I'm saying? Keeping a close group of people around me, like a couple, not, you know, all those things like live streaming video, all of this is out of the element for me. This is not my norm, right? Mm -hmm. But I have to grow and develop into doing the things of what is necessary. Everybody's goal isn't going to be where you're impacting the masses, but I really believe more people's goals and their purposeful work actually does require more of you. And it was never intended for you to just reach one, it was for you to reach many, you settled on the one. Wow. Cause it's a comfort zone there. You know what I'm saying? Like if, it, if I help one person live stream, I ain't did my job. If I said that last year, I ain't did my job. <laughs> it was a massive amount of people, you know what I'm saying, that needed help. I, so I agree the sincerity in this statement, I don't necessarily agree. Uh, with the statistics of who can, you know what I'm saying, say that. So it's like sometimes your, your purposeful work is, is designed to reach the many. you just mm. uncomfortable with accepting that. <laughs> yeah, you know That's, that, is,
1: that is a very uncomfortable place to be. A very, very uncomfortable thing to even say out loud. Like, yeah, this, what I'm doing here is intended for many people to be to be impacted to be blessed to be changed to 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 really find their footing and and it will be a uh, pivotal for them as well. Here's here's one more comment from Earl Hall. He says I measure my live stream impact by the engagement from my audience, the questions and comments when it is effective engagement or when is effective engagement is high. This is this is not, mm-hmm. and and let me tell you man, that is that is one way, but I will also tell you that um i have had some streams where engagement was low <laughs> and and i didn't have many people on there but um some of the comments and feedback that i got from that those quote unquote low engagement streams were were was very impactful people were quiet but they weren't saying you know but they were they were very much touched they were moved and so they came after the fact you know did the, the nicodemus mm-hmm. thing you know came in the dms they were like hey kirk mm-hmm. man that message that that thing that you you said that thing that was shared that that point that you made that thing was really impactful see you can balance that thing that way as well but what i will say uh what I will say, man, now I, I already unfavored it, so I'm, I forgot who exactly that was that made that comment, Earl Hall. But what I will say, Earl, I know you're in the voiceover space, is there's, there's a couple of different sides to look at on that thing as well. And and really do consider some of what um, Diana shared in terms of um, using your audience and their locale and preferences as a means for success. Put it in their way. Let them have to step over your content. Don't put it in a side room off of a side street in a back alley put it right where they are, where they normally go. If they don't want it, they have to intentionally go around your stuff, right? That's the best way, uh, best analogy that I can use for that. Diane, I got one more question for you. One more question for the night. And that is simply this, as we get ready to wrap things up. And we're, we listen, we always have our our you plug your hustle section. We wanna make sure people can find you, follow you, know what projects and things that you guys have coming up next. And we're gonna make sure we show, showcase your site and some things that they can show. But what are what are if somebody does um, if somebody is it's a business that's watching right now is saying to themselves, well, we've been doing this for a while. I mean, what should we put in place? How, what metrics, what what uh, indicators should we put in place or should we set up for us to know and determine that we are having impact? Right. I mean, how do we you know? So Earl says e- engagement is one of those ways. But what what are some of the other things that we can tangibly say Here are some things that indicators that may give us a window into the type of reach we're having with our content.
0: For sure. Um, The biggest thing right now that you need and a lot of people think, oh, well, quality over quantity. So we're just going to do one video a month. But that one video looks like it still took you two minutes to make and not, you know, maybe two days to make kind of a thing. So it's like, yeah, it's not really adding up. The thing is, is that early on, you will need quantity And quality, obviously, it shouldn't be trash, but you will need quantity because you need enough numbers and metrics and consistency at work for you. So you have quantifiable data in order for you to pull and actually say, like, even like I've had and worked with clients and companies and brands where it's like, okay, let's go look at the YouTube analytics, log in and show me. And they're like, like, log in. Yeah, I need to see the data of the, what you're doing. So I can see where stuff is falling off. And then wow. you go log in and, um, and I'll see four videos six months ago, two months ago, last week. We don't have enough data. Like mm-hmm. no Pew research can't get enough data off of this. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, so it's, that's the thing. It's like, you do need quantity in consistency in doing a thing Because if you're constantly changing stuff, there's no way for us to get the data. And then once you do have it, let's say you've been posting one video a week for the last six months, right? Or even the last 90 days, right? That's maybe a little bit more chewable for people. Right. So you've been posting a video a week for the last 90 days. The first thing that you want to look at, especially if it's something like a YouTube is the first five to eight seconds, all the way up to the first 30 seconds, how fast are you losing the people that you attract? Now you need to start learning, first of all, the same thing like we used to do in elementary school, the same rules apply for most of these social platforms. You need the glossary. You know how they have you do key terms before you even get into the thing. You need to know yeah. the language of the, the language. platform so you can right. understand the culture of the, the communities that you're trying to reach. Because most people get on these platforms and they stick out like a sore thumb because you don't <laughs> understand the language and the culture. It's like going into McDonald's and saying, let me get a Vente tall uh, with an express. They are gonna be like, "What?" <laughs> what? <laughs> wrong language, wrong place. Yeah. yeah. So wherever your people are, you've defined where they're going to, where they need to be. You've identified that, you know, obviously if it's TikTok, you need video content there. You need to be in the vertical format. Okay. Now you got your frequency. Let's say you're posting once a day, once every three days or something. Okay. How many videos do you have to look at the data? We got to learn what are the key performing indicators for that platform. So everything is always going to have audience retention. So I think universally that's something that you can add to your key terms of things to know. The other thing is that you need to learn what is the reach factor for what you're doing. And after you figure out that reach uh, and how people are being exposed to the content, the next thing that you need to be able to identify is what's the normal social behavior for consumption on that platform? And where are you missing it? Everything has what I call the hierarchy of engagement scale. And that is basically to say and to identify the social behaviors on YouTube. It starts off with a person most of the time, they're putting some type of something into the search bar. That search yields a result based on Google and YouTube's analytics of who they feel is relevant to that topic for that person based Mm. on your search history and your behaviors on the platform. The other thing with that is going to be that viewer, person in the seat that's searching for and has a problem. They have things that are most important to them. That impacts how they look at a thumbnail, the language that that person is using, or are you just saying doctor language that I don't understand? Yeah. They're looking at the thumbnail and how attractive that is to their problem is that thumbnail and that title kind of like in some relation to where I can get a relief of, I think this is the right aisle that has my medicine yeah. at the store. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. like the walking, like they changed the store. That's why everybody get pissed off. It's like little when stuff they... that piss you off as an adult. Now why they changed the store? Changes. You wonder why, why you your grandma this? used to see? Yeah. Now, you know, <laughs> she had a pattern and a behavior and she got it right. So it's same, same way with, you know, TikTok has a social behavior there. You sign on, you got the following, you got the for you page. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at the for you page, is based on how you what you're consuming, what you're engaging with, social behaviors, hierarchy, and engagement scale, it's a little different. But I they're going to consume, or they're going to conscr- they're going to scroll past. It's like clickable or scroll pastable. So they're going to consume it. They may loop it if it's loopable. This mm. whole other training or something. Right. But they, if they like it, they're going to heart it, and which is like a like. Right. But then they go to either the comments or they're going to share it. Those are kind of half and half at the point because they're looking for community at that point. And this is where people screw up with TikTok. They think it's like exposure, exposure. No, it's community. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to engage with it, or I'm going to keep scrolling until I get to one that I can engage with. Then I'm going to go to the comments for community and start liking other stuff because I'm looking for people that was also going to say, but did you see, the mm-hmm. book that fell in the background or did you see the little baby who made a funny face at the, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. And you'll see other comments. Like I was looking for this comment. Mm, right. Wow. And 500 likes to that because other people was doing the same social behavior. So all platforms had that stuff. So when you think about that process, you now need to understand based on that hierarchy of engagement scale and the, how people consume content on this platform. Where are we missing it with mm-hmm. our content? Because you have to have enough data to be able to assess our thumbnails suck. We're <laughs> getting plenty of exposure ex- and, and impressions, but the imple- impressions click through rate of they were exposed to it. And the click through <laughs> to watch is low, low. The thumbnail yeah. sucks. That's so. Yeah, that's, the that's data, all important. The data. yeah, the data.
1: The data is telling you something. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 I love I love the way you started uh, by saying there is a glossary there is a you know back to kindergarten these are the terms that you are going to need to understand in this space and, mm-hmm. and, and 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 so if you're listening and you're in these spaces and you're trying to push with content and you do not understand the data you do not understand the analytics that drop off rate in the first five seconds to 30 seconds or Mm -hmm. the fact that people are seeing your content but they're not clicking through and you don't readily know how to interpret what action step you need to take when you see that data metric that data point so Mm -hmm. a lot of the times man it's 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 uh of course course, being a becoming a student of the craft a student of the space a student of the platform understanding Mm -hmm. What makes things successful here? But again, I hate to be a dead horse here, but man, a broken record, I should say. But you, it also does come back down to getting into groups, getting into coaching, getting into spaces where you can learn from others who have gone before. They can give you that perspective. They can give you that glossary, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, but there are certain things that you don't need to coach for. Now, you, you can go out and find. Uh, um, um, some of the terminology for these platforms on all on your own, but the 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 thing that I love the most I don't remember what you said what you called it, but but I know that people said it in the comments here. Let me see if I can find it here in the comments. Okay, I hope you're w- absolutely well done. Look look let me let me scroll way up here. Okay, so um, yes, Doc made a very interesting comment there. But anyway, we, we're not going to talk about St. Louis Internet. Love it. This uh, is great uh, stuff. Uh, <laughs> Purpose always calls you for greater Andrew. Nixon. Uh, And Mountain of Inspiration says quantity and consistency. That was the one quantity and consistency uh, so that you can actually get the data. You don't even have enough data. Um, Worthy Retail You says great stream tonight. Diana is the GOAT. Much respect. Learn something every time I listen to Diana. This is David Hunt hierarchy of engagement scale that was the one who said that who said that mountain of inspiration she said the hierarchy of engagement that is the one when you said that one Mm. diana man i hope you i hope you get some of this stuff copyrighted i know you you were working on something you told us the other day
0: yeah it's it's gonna be done in by the time the book comes out so it should be all right
1: (laughs) <laughs> Got it, I know you I know you were you i was i was in that session where you were doing your live stream and you were writing and i was I was actually trying to read. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to read some. It's like, uh, I mean, let me pause it. I was trying to read through some pieces there, man. That that's a that book is gonna be a page turner. I am definitely looking forward to it. And listen, fam, we are we are plumb out of time. And what I'm gonna say to you right now is, if you haven't already, go ahead and get in the room. Miss Jill is on the live. I love the fact that she's here with us. She was uh she was on on with us um, last month. But get in the room. Get in the room. I'm I'm switching to the scene that's showing. You know, this is this is the room right here. If you if you click this this button right here, it says get this, right? H I W Convos Collabs after party. We won't we won't have we don't have a long time. We just got a few minutes. The room we'll is already open. Before you. We won't be <laughs> <laughs> But you want to get in the room, man. You want to get in the space uh, where we can have a little, a little, you know, powwow where we can kind of touch base with one another. But listen, folks, this is where you can find Diana. Her, all of her stuff is here on her webpage, dianagladney.com. It is in the description, everywhere that this video is being played right now. So you can just click that link. Make sure you you, you reach out, um, find, follow like subscribe if that is your bag. I don't always do the general subscribe thing cuz if that's not your thing then why subscribe? What I'm saying is if she is if she is if, if if what you heard today in this 1 hour episode was was definitely, you know, scratching where you're itching then you definitely want to make sure you find her spaces follow her in, in those places as well. Video simplified. I love, I love it. I love it. This is, this is bookmarked for me. So I'm, I'm excited to be able to share this with the How It All Works audience. You guys all know that I talk about Diana regularly here. So want to make sure you guys are aware of that. Diana, any last things you want to share with folks? I'm, you just kind of, we just kind of sort of touched on the fact that there's a book. Uh, Maybe you want to say a little bit more about that?
0: Um it's not ready yet. It's not ready okay, yet. Good, we we're in early writing stages for it. I will say that for those that are entrepreneurs that are getting into that 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 creative space you want to know all of the in between stuff not like the theory or the talking around YouTube and video specific stuff. It's like I want to put all of my ideas and works into a book so that universally it's applicable. To because the mm. platforms are always going to change. Like the medium is always going to change. The message should not right. And so the how you connect with your people, leveraging video, more or less is going to be the same, right? You know what I'm wow. saying? TikTok is new. You adapt. You change. You keep creating. You know it could be something whole other platform that comes up. Uh, what was it? Uh, Clubhouse came up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're you right. adapt. Change, you adapt. Change. You start creating. Like it doesn't matter. So that's early days with that. Um, the biggest thing that's that's coming for those that want to uh, really start diving de- deep marketing wise, I'm going to be speaking at uh, Social Media Marketing World next year. Uh, it is within you got to go to Social You'll see it on the, the website. But uh, so I would say that should be something that people add to their calendar. It's not just like YouTube specific or something like real marketers, real brands, real business businesses coming together to do that. Uh, so that's going to be happening, but um, the book will come out around about or right before that time frame. But we're in the early stages of writing that right now, though.
1: Right, 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 right. Social man, I, that's is social media marketing world is is it August.
0: It's actually uh, going to be like in March. So is it really? Oh wow! Um, yeah, it's going to be first quarter, first quarter oh, wow. okay, of uh, okay, of next okay. year.
1: I am definitely making sure I get a ticket to that one. Got to make sure I get a ticket to that one. Thank you so much for giving me that heads up. I don't know why I have August in my head. Maybe they had it in August this past year or, or somewhere uh, in that It could have been
0: different, but it, I don't think, I don't, it's so many, it was so many different changes of of schedules between this and last year. I think we're back to our regularly scheduled program for, for next year. Um, right. So yeah, super honored yeah. to, to be speaking there, but it's going to be in March uh, of uh, 2022. So that That's, seems that like it ain't excellent. that far. It, it's. It will no, no, sneak no. up on it before you that's, know that's it. That's
1: around the corner. That is mm-hmm. around the corner. Need to be planning. Um, I've I literally booked something, a project for uh, February. This just yesterday, so definitely we need to be planning for that. But listen, this is what I want to say, Dan. Um, I you know it's always a pleasure to have you on the show with us. Always a pleasure to to hear from your perspective. I mean, it's just the way you share is unique and it's special, and and we cannot overstate that, right? I mean, everybody in the comments, um, they they went nuts just talking about some of the things that you're sharing today. It it, it adds to our lives. It, it it allows us to see things in a different way, new ways, new perspectives on on old things, and and helps us to get unstuck in a lot of ways. And I mm-hmm. love that. I can't thank you enough for coming through, hanging out with us. We we're probably gonna invite you back next year. We had you around this time last year, and we're probably gonna mm-hmm. try and get you to come back next year if we still are doing this thing in 2022 like that. But man, I'm excited to see you know this portion of the journey and hear from your perspective and some of the answers to the questions you've shared today but also really excited to see what the next leg of the journey looks like for you because i think it's just going to be that much more phenomenal so my particular my, my special thanks to you for coming through and hanging out with the how it all works audience and with me particularly my pleasure.
0: today my Absolutely. Pleasure.
1: Absolutely, man. What can I say? What can I say? We always have an awesome time with uh, our guests. This today is no different. I, I see Bishop Donald Oliver just came in. Um, you, you're not you're not too late, man. You can grab your ticket. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash Kirk and You can get your ticket to the after party. The room is open for those that have their tickets already. For my members who have already, you know, got the email, check your email. For my members, check your email. <laughs> check the messages from BMAC. See, so If you have that link, go ahead and jump in the room. Jasmine Stewart, I see you. You responded earlier. Go ahead and jump in the room. But I just want to say a word of thanks for you for being here today. If if it weren't for your presence and coming and hanging out with us in this space, it wouldn't make sense for us to do what we do. Um, But we're glad, just based on what your feedback has been thus far, uh, that this is really hitting hitting home for a lot of you, hitting home for me. Like if anyone was just anybody else, it was just me. The content was really great today. Definitely awe-inspiring, definitely caused me to sit back and think about some things in new ways. And I'm hoping that for you, it was the same, essentially hoping that you are able to figure out how it all works. And we'll see you guys in another video. The How It All Works podcast is a production by Composition, helping you better navigate live video. Visit us at howitallworks.com today.